Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are continuing with our little mini-series on the four doctors. And today we are going to be talking about Dr. Quiet. Dr. Quiet is the chief doctor of our energy resources, ones that we have to pay in rest and recuperation. Right, Dan? Yeah, I think I'll start this one off by saying work hard, rest hard. Mm. We're always stimulated, aren't we? We're always at work or we're exercising or we're taking some sort of information in through our phone or we're eating. There's always something going on and we need to just rest dr quiet and just totally chill out and it means all the other active stuff you're going to be doing you're going to probably perform better so work hard rest hard good one yeah so going alongside the foundation principles this one would be sleep and um maybe kind of hydration as well although does hydration go in with doctor diet it's you know there's a, they, they kind of fit together don't they some of the foundation principles definitely sleep so yeah, Dr. Quiet is very important. Um, mostly we have around seven hours per night sleep on average, according to a recent survey, which is roughly 90 minutes less than what we had 100 years ago. Oh, uh, yeah, so we're getting less and less sleep. Less even though, and less, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I always find it interesting that you, get, you hear these high-level athletes and you hear them, some of them sleep like 10, 12 hours, not per night, but they might get nine hours sleep go and do the first session of the day, then have an hour's power nap, then do the second session, then get like nine or 10 hours sleep on the night. They just know that it's so important. That sounds like a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And animals as well. Isn't it funny how like some animals like lions, don't they sleep like 20 yeah. hours a day or something? And obviously you've got a, a dog, they just, they'll do anything for a nap, won't they? <laughs> like a Labrador. Yeah. yeah. I think we should all be more Labrador. So what, happens with the Labrador life is that she gets up in the morning, gets took for a walk, does a lot of exercise first thing, comes back, goes to sleep for like a couple of hours, maybe has a bit to eat, then goes out again, another big run. As long as she gets enough running around and stuff on the time to take her out, the rest of the time she's asleep or eating, a bit like me. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the dog there. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, I think that that's that's how we should live. But I think rest is one of the things that people don't consider as part of an exercise, uh, not an exercise problem, but a healthy lifestyle, do they? They think that rest is for the weak and that you should continue to be, um, you know, motivated the whole time. But actually you build muscles when you're asleep, not when you're in the gym, don't you? These things where people say, oh, like, I'll rest when I'm dead. Well, it's just, that's a lot of shite because if the when we did the sleep episode in particular we were talking about matthew walker and he said well every study that's ever been done on sleep says the less you sleep the quicker you'll die so <laughs> sleep when you're dead is literally true if you don't sleep now you'll be forced into a permanent sleep it seems silly to wear like a badge of honor that you haven't you don't sleep very much but you're you're missing out on so much better performance so much better mood you can't hack mother nature it's you're built to sleep when the sun goes down you're meant to go to sleep and it's time for like introspection as well if you're having that kind of trouble in your life or you need to figure something out or you've got too many thoughts going on it's just 
slowing down and getting good night's sleep will just reorganize everything a little bit better. So it has a lot more beneficial effects than just feeling recuperated. You might literally be able to think clearer and have better relationships. It's it just cannot be underestimated. No, you're absolutely right. And so Dr. Quiet is not just sleep as in being asleep. There are also other ways that you can rest that don't include sleep, let's say. So we've got total rest, active rest and passive rest. So these are other things that you should be including every day in your life as well as sleep. Or um, if you haven't got enough sleep, then you can go into an active rest or a passive rest, right? Do you want to quickly explain what those are, Dan? Yeah, so obviously total, total rest is sleep. And obviously we're going to describe how to get a good night's sleep. Active rest is if you're into like, any type of workout or health regime or like athletics, maybe do kind of 50 to 60% of what you would normally do. I always like to tell people like during my coaching programs, because some people like if they go to the gym a lot, that's like a good cornerstone habit. It makes them eat healthy. It makes them sleep better. You know what I mean? A lot of things improves, but obviously going to the gym a lot, it requires a lot of energy and then you can, you can overtrain. Mm-hmm. So you do need to rest eventually, but a lot of people struggle to then not go to the gym because that's the cornerstone habit. If you take that away, a lot of bad habits creep in. Mm-hmm. So a good way to do it is to say, well, you can have an active rest. So still go to the gym, but do a 50% workout. Just do half of the reps at half the weight. So you've still got the trigger of being in the gym, which has a knock-on effect of eating healthy, sleeping better, but it's it's not that full intensity. So I like to say 50% reps, 50% of the weight. So that will be active rest. Or if you don't do a, a, a kind of a, a workout routine, it could just be a chill day instead of having a on Saturday instead of doing overtime at work or just have a chill day, just take a day to yourself, just slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's active rest. And then passive rest. We spoke about this. I don't know what episode it was. But the, the one that triggers for me is the the Pareto principle. Say if you're working on I know, emails or you're doing some creative work, So you do 25 minutes worth of work, really concentrated work with no distractions. And then you take five minutes to do something totally different. So it's that kind of little break in between bouts to break it up. Again, that that just lets your brain switch off for five minutes. Then when you come back, you probably find you're a lot more productive. It's like, have you ever, I know, forgot someone's name or you're trying to think of a word and you you kind of get it. And then you, I don't know, you will make a cup of tea and you come back and I just, comes to you straight away yeah that's kind of passive rest but you do it intentionally so if it's if it's work yeah just do 25 minutes then in that five minutes go for a walk or listen to some music or do a little meditation or do some burpees just break the break the cycle change the mood and then when you come back it's it's allowed your brain to just kind of shut down for a second and come back better so yep that's total rest active rest and passive rest they all kind of playing to Dr. Quiet. Yeah, so it's the Pomodoro technique. Ah, that's the it, yeah. what's, the, what's the Pareto principle? Pareto principle is the 80-20 ah, Yeah, yeah. And so, I think of a Purvis principle, like maybe a combination of them <laughs> Yeah, both. you could have 80, 20, 80% <laughs> of the time you're doing uh, a short bursts of work. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of similar, yeah. So Pomodoro is from the tomato, the um, Pomodoro tomatoes, because it used to be that timer so yeah. you set a timer for 20 minutes it's actually like is it something weird like 23 minutes is the buddhist way of doing it right it's okay like yeah. an odd number but then 23 minutes you concentrate totally you don't move 
you don't think about anything else you just sit there and do what you're going to do and then the buzzer goes off and you have a break and then you go back to it and then do the same thing again apparently that's how Beethoven Beethoven or Mozart some famous composer um wrote his wrote his musicals musicals whatever they wrote what was it <laughs> symphonies <laughs> symphonies his score because they used to have a snooker ball and he'd set the ball away on the put on the table up and it would like go up and down so far up and down and he had to write like so many notes in the time it took for the ball to come back down oh right there you go right, so he cool. was using that to, like a mini version of that technique yeah so um working in and working out dan where would they come in to working in would be an active rest yeah so if we were doing breath work movement mindful meditational movement kind of thing that would come in an active rest yeah yeah so it's um a lot of people hear the phrase the yin and the yang so mm. dr quiet or rest will be yin which is in that's a that's a good way to remember yes. so you're, you're taking in your you're trying to build energy you're trying to cultivate energy and we, we do that through rest if you never rest imagine i don't know having a having your car engine on 24 7 if it never rests it's just gonna it's gonna burn out it's gonna run out of petrol the oil's gonna burn that's essentially what's gonna happen to you you it's you can redline the engine now and again, but it also requires the adequate amount of rest. So you need mm-hmm. to go inwards and just chill out. I like that. So Doctor Quiet and Doctor Diet are yin. Are yep, it's Doctor Diet yeah. yin because yeah. he's taking stuff in. So yep. these are the two energy reserves that, that the other two expend the energy. Is that right? Think? Yeah, so really yeah, so then, that that so then, Doctor Movement is obviously movement, which is which is Yang. It's out, yes. Yeah, and Doctor Happiness is Yang because it's kind of moving forward and chasing your dreams and, and being and happy. What you give out into the world, I like yeah. it, Dan. There yeah, I just really thought about that just now. So, um, let's just think about the things that can interrupt with Doctor Quiet in the day because you know we're so busy, we're distracted, all of that. Life is going on, and life will always go on. Um, so we've got things like our circadian rhythms. Um, Dr. Quiet is very involved in the whole circadian rhythms, isn't he? And um, so that's the whole waking up when the sun starts to rise, going to bed when the sun starts to set, um, eating at your certain times and then starting to wind down at the end of the day. And that all follows the natural hormonal shifts throughout throughout your body as well. But one thing that can really disrupt all that is the whole caffeine sugar thing. And this is where this is a doctored quiet disruptor. Yeah, I think the, the the caffeine sugar and blue light, that's what I think. Light, yes, I've got lights also. Lights are the, the three big ones, yeah. But the, the the sugar caffeine thing is huge. It's just so common, isn't it? It's like kind of a good day starts the good night before. So if you get a poor night's sleep, it might not even be your fault, really. Some people do stay up late and they watch television and they play on the phone and they go to bed far too late. But if you've got a newborn baby or something, or for any reason you get woken up in the middle of the night, it's it's not your fault and you, you start the next day off really tired. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you reach for caffeine, don't you? Yeah. And then you reach for sugar, spikes your blood sugar, and you just chase that high all day, which is probably going to lead to a, another poor night's sleep the next night. So then once you start getting two, three, four, five poor nights sleep, then you start to become a bit of a 
the grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, the grizzly bear makes an appearance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it totally, and a lot of people live in this world, don't they? Of, and you're absolutely right. A good night's sleep starts the day before. Like how much outside air have you got? Sunlight have you got? We are essentially plants, aren't we? That can move around, like water. <laughs> sunshine all of that kind of light that gets into your system how much water have you drank have you moved all of that stuff starts the day before to create the night sleep that night so yeah it's very um what's the word dan i'm looking for it's all interlinked it's synchronized isn't it everything is linked together at its core it's very simple as well when the sun goes down that's when humans and mammals are designed to go to yeah. sleep and then when the sun comes up, that's when all our hormones and everything are supercharged to get up and go and hunt and gather and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. But then- we we modern humans think we can hack that system and it, it just doesn't work. And it only takes a few good nights sleep to realize how much better you feel. I think I can't remember which episode we spoke about recently where we said sometimes you don't realize how bad you feel until you really take care of yourself, even just for a few days. You think, oh, this is what I'm meant to feel like. Imagine yeah. if you did that for six months or 10 years. You, do you know what I mean? That's you yeah. just because you, you're so low all the time. You, you don't realize what it is to feel good. I always find that when we do our, like when I do my free programs, the back to balance and stuff, where we really focus for a week. And how many emails and letters and messages I get off people saying, God, I feel really good. Because you, like you see, you forget how, what good really feels like. And then when you feel it, you're like, why don't I do this all the time? But then, you know, life creeps in and then like, da, 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 you know, the score and then back to square one. So that's why it's good every now and then just to have like next week in call club, we're having another power week where we're just going to do the same. Just focus on it all, all the foundation principles and the four doctors and all that. And then just power on through. And it's good to do that every now and then. Well, regularly, actually, to, to keep on top of stuff. Yeah, when you when you let standard slip, you just you set a new low baseline for yourself. Yeah, you think that that's the normal. You think three or four, five coffees a day is normal, mm. but it's not really. It kind of should be looked at as a little bit of a treat, or maybe if you do have a bad night's sleep, then get a few coffees. But you shouldn't rely on it, should you? Like, sleep is a million times more powerful than sugar and caffeine, and yet you should kind of set a new higher standard for yourself. Like you say, when you do your, your power week and your people are feeling amazing, that should be the new baseline. That should be, you don't mm-hmm. want to drop below that. Inevitably you will, but you should, that should be the target every day, shouldn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, we sh- I know we all need reminders and we all slip into bad habits all the time, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it amazes me how many messages I get of people saying, I feel amazing. And I'm like, well, this is how it should feel all the time. And you should be doing at least four of your foundations every day like I was just saying off air like for me water sleep movement mindset probably the easiest one so I always like if I'm having a really crap day on the diet front the nutrition front then I always focus on the other ones that I can do so you know it's all is not lost is it you know there's a lot of things to a healthy lifestyle yeah and they're all free as well so True. some things obviously do cost like healthy food. It, it does cost, but it's not extra really. It's probably just the same amount as what you would spend on crap food. Mm. Um, like you said, a good night's sleep, hydration, movement, mindset, it's all free. You don't need to pay for these things and you're going to supercharge your health very quickly. And mm. 
like we said on the last episode, the the antidote to complexity is simplicity. If you think you've got all these health problems and there's all these diet books and there's all these mindset trends, just simplify it. Just get to bed on time, drink <laughs> your water, go for a walk, maybe do some a little bit of meditation or something like Pilates, which is going to still the mind. And that's all it takes. You don't need a hundred pound bottle of supplements or pills or this therapies. Oh God, yeah. I see so many women really suffering through the whole hormonal thing. And I think, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, it's definitely it's happening. It's like puberty in reverse. So we all had our own puberty stories of nightmares, things that happen. And, you know, but I always think if you've got everything else in place and you're still having a problem, then that's when you go down mm. the whole medical route. But if you haven't got, if you're drinking 10 cups of coffee a day and a couple of cans of Coke, you're eating crap, you're not getting to bed on time, then you are going to feel shit anyway, whether you've got this hormonal thing going on or not. So no amount of drugs are going to actually fix that bit of thing, is it? So Yeah, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance at all, are you? No. I was training a lot of women, like sometimes, you know, you have these conversations online when you see people really suffering, like, right, well, you need to eat healthy. Oh, no, I can't do that. You need to stop drinking alcohol. Oh, I can't, I can't do that. And it's like, right, well, fair enough, go off, off you go and feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, you can go and have, a, you know, have surgery and medical drugs and stuff, and it's probably yeah. going to move the needle whatsoever. It's probably going to leave you more frustrated because you've spent all that money and you've put your hope into a, a system that ultimately treats symptoms and not cures. Mm. So you're probably going to be frustrated with less money and then back asking you online of <laughs> what you 10 what years you later, because it's, uh, yeah. you know, you've not fixed the problem. So it's still 10 years down the line. Yeah. You've got exactly the same issues going on. So. Which is hopefully why people listen to this podcast. Like we, we trying to spread this information that, you know, the solutions are there in front of our face. They've just been blurred by a lot of marketing and stuff as well, haven't they? Which, which again is, does come into account and we've, we've mentioned sugar and caffeine these substances are addictive so we're not saying it's easy but God, it no. works yeah it works if you get off caffeine and you get off sugar and you get a good night's sleep you're going to supercharge your health it doesn't mean you can just click your fingers and, and do it overnight discipline is probably the key ingredient you have to be disciplined you're going to suffer withdrawal symptoms you're going to have bad night's sleep but you have to stick to your plan discipline and that long-term approach is really going to help no one whoever gets to these kind of really high levels of health they take it serious. They don't just dip in and out of health programs. They, that's like a life's mission, but it's totally worth it. I know all these top like entrepreneurs and stuff, the health is there. That, that every day, every morning, they normally start off with a workout and meditation mm-hmm. and breathing exercise. They have a healthy breakfast, all of that stuff. And there's a reason why they do all that, isn't it? It's because if you're not feeling good yourself, then you're not going to be able to do good in the world. No one's business exceeds the rate of personal development. It's just impossible. The, mm. the the more you work on yourself, then you bet your business is going to do. And if you let your health start slipping, your business is probably going to start slipping. But you do hear about these business people who do make it to be bloody billionaires, but then the 50, 60-year-old, and he's so unhealthy, they end up having a heart attack, or they just hate the health, and they give all the money away just to be healthy and young, be young again. Well, that's that famous quote from the Dalai Lama, isn't it? They spend all their health to get wealthy and then they spend all their wealth to get healthy. Or yeah, like that. that's, that's exactly what it is. So, <laughs> But you can do both. If you, yeah, I think I don't think you have to compromise either, do you? You can no. be fit and healthy and a billionaire. I'm just waiting for the billionaire bit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so other things that really 
mess up the cycle uh, light sources did, we didn't really go into the light thing no, no. um i've been busy over the lockdown getting all the fluorescent lights out of my studio because i hate fluorescent lights god they make me feel sick it's just something weird about them <laughs> mm. we've spoke about before like getting rid of blue light as well or not blue get rid light. of it but try and especially reduce as you it. as you're preparing to go to bed yeah re- reduce it so um, if you still want to watch television or go on your phone, get some blue light blocking glasses. But ideally, try and dim the lights and try and avoid blue light because it, it replicates the sunlight and it tells your body that you should be awake. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get as good as sleep. Um, but I think now that we're coming into spring and summer, I think get outside and get some natural sunlight as well. I don't know the exact science, but having lots of natural sunlight during the day is bound to, it's just going to regulate your hormones better. So you will be able to sleep better at night, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas if you're under artificial light all day, your body probably doesn't know what's what's going on. It knows the sun's up, but it hasn't seen the sun. Mm. So it must disrupt it, it somehow. That's just my bra size. No, it does. It's that whole, um, the cortisol, start, is it the top? At the, that cortisol gets you out of bed mm. and then it should naturally drop. But if you're under those lights, then the cort- it's kind of a stressor to your body. So cortisol is always there right. in your system. So you're never getting that chance for cortisol to drop and then melatonin to rise. So you're never getting the sleep hormones up or your stress hormones down, basically. Right, right. Okay, yeah. In a very um, basic way. But it's a stressor to your body, um, electrical stress and that kind of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like you said, coffee and sugar are probably the two main ones that keep people up. But blue light, I mean, we're all on our phones far too much and in, in, oh. in front of screens. So it's oh, just damn, yes. it's a very hard habit to break, isn't it? It's, it's Sometimes almost... I just have to sit and look at the sky like I'm doing now, like when it's got nice blue, little fluffy clouds. Yeah, it's... it's nice looking at the sky, isn't it? You know, and you think, God. And there's something in us, you know, that's programmed to look at horizons. Oh, well, yeah, I was just about to say this, yeah. Yeah. If you just concentrated, so you hold your phone at like arm's length, like maybe a foot away, the muscles in your eyes and everything get trained just mm. into that pattern. They, they never move laterally too much or they don't look into mm. the distance. It's like holding a dumbbell, like with the bent arm all the time. Yeah, it's, it, it's strange, isn't it? So, I mean, obviously we <laughs> learned in the Czech Institute, there is exercises you can do for your face and your eyes in particular. Yeah. And like you can feel the muscles in your eyes when you do them and you think, oh, that's... They've What's always that? been there. I've just never used them. <laughs> What's that company called that do the eye exercise trainers? Something, something type of optician. I can't oh, remember the sure. name. Um, so I did look into them, you know, like when, because what happens to me, because I'm short-sighted naturally. I'm short-sighted naturally. So that means the muscles in my eyes are tight. So I've got tight muscles. But as you get older, you become long-sighted because the muscles weaken. Okay. So I'm having this issue at the moment where I'm short-sighted and long-sighted at the same time, but my short-sightedness is getting better. So my prescription's coming down, but uh, then I'm becoming long-sighted because my <laughs> muscles are getting too weak. It's a very odd situation. Oh God, what's their name? There's this type of opticians who will do you a lot of, you have to do a lot of buy, like look, look around, look ahead. And there's that whole psychological thing as well, isn't there? One of my GP clients was telling me where you like look to the side and look to the other side. And it triggers something in your brain. Dead interesting. It's not like, nothing to do with doctor sleep, like not to quiet, but it's interesting. Well, yeah, but yeah, but it, it does come down to if you you can get tension headaches and things from looking yes. from being on your phone too much and mm-hmm. blue light. You can get tension headaches, which can keep you up at night. But yeah, from like an evolutionary standpoint, when you said we we meant to look into the distance mm-hmm. because we used to live fifty thousand years ago out on the the plains of Africa. 
you would constantly have to scan the horizon for predators mm. and for to catch prey and these type of things. So your body was designed to be up on two legs above the tall grass and be able to see for long distances. And your, your head was meant to be kind of at the top. So that forward head posture, that's why it comes with a lot of problems. Um, mm-hmm. You start to get kind of tension headaches and stuff because your body, your, your body knows it wants to keep the eyes on the horizon. And then when we start compromising other parts of the body to do that, we start to get pain. So yeah, we're moving a little bit away from Dr. Kwai, but it's all interesting. Yeah, stuff. it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? We should maybe do a podcast on that because, you know, I love evolutionary theories. Yeah, and you know, I've been thinking about going carnivore and going cave. Yeah, so. how are you getting on with your carnivore? Well, I, I still haven't fully committed, but it's going to happen. I know it is. <laughs> I haven't gone into a carbohydrate <laughs> binge again. Uh, yeah, yeah, just totally rebelling. Um, um, but yeah, so going back to Dr. Quiet, <laughs> we've spoken about active and passive rest. Sleep is the biggest one, just getting a good mm. night's sleep. And there's a few things we can do to kind of supercharge our sleep. And the things that work for me and have been proven to work are get your room cold, Make sure there's fresh air in there. Um, mm-hmm. So you just crack the window a little bit, but try and make it really as dark as possible as well. Make it like mm-hmm. a cave. Get rid of the blue light, even digital clocks and stuff like that. They can oh. be quite bright in a dark room. Can't bear them. No, yeah. can't have them. And even if you just got like a traditional clock and if they got that ticking noise, some people quite find I it like therapeutic. A clock. Yeah, I don't, but so that's probably a judgment call, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, a shower before bed can kind yeah. of. It's, it has obviously that therapeutic effect of feeling clean, but it can also clear your head as well. Like you're washing the stressful day off and it's like a ritualistic kind of thing. And, and it cleans clean. all the electromagnetic energy off oh, you yeah. and yeah, out of your hair. Yeah. If you don't sleep on a, a earthing sheet. Yeah, then... well, yep. So grounding, you can sleep on an earthing sheet. Um, essential oils. What's, I know you're the essential oil yes. wizard. What's... Essential oil, any of the deep ones, the uh, base notes. So any of the wood, any of the sandalwoods, that goes in a really nice. Vetiver is a really good sleep one. And lavender, is good old lavender. That's, I don't know, like lavender is meant to be a good sleep one, but it is good. But I find there's other, the, the deep base note ones of the, the better ones, I think, for sleeping essential oils and, and showering and things like that that can become like ritualistic if you have yeah. essential oils in the room you have a shower you can and then if you, you can put them in and, the shower you can like put yeah, them yeah. onto a sponge or a flannel put a few drops onto a flannel and just have the flannel in the shower and that will send the aromas around the shower yeah so i use the the dr bronner's that kind oh, of body yes. wash and i have the lavender one anyway so that's kind of Two nice. Birds, one I can give you three. some oils to, to do that, to put in there, you know, the one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest one for me is to good good sleep is to to anchor the sleep. So do the same time, go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time, even on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just you get deeper sleep and you get more frequent sleep as well. That, that's a big one. If you if you don't have a pattern and you just hop all over the place and a weekend you sleep in, then you have to get up mm-hmm. at six AM on the Monday. You just feel tired all the time. Again, that comes out like an evolutionary standpoint. You were just before electricity and maybe before humans even discovered fire. When the sun went down, you would just go to sleep because you mm-hmm. couldn't do anything you in the dark. Else, yeah. And the sun would wake you up. When the sun actually hits your skin, it triggers hormones to release and get up. That's why when we go through different seasons in winter, we can feel more tired because we need to mm-hmm. sleep more because the sun is not used to being on your skin as much. We are just cavemen, really. Cavemen who live in houses. But um, yeah. with really good technology, we are. So my top tips are alcohol, alcohol freaks. Oh, it just does things to your sleep that it's not even worth it in my book. 
I mean, if I know I'm not going to do anything the next day, I'll have wine. <laughs> but if I know that it's like a school night, I'm getting up in the morning and teaching, it's not even worth it. Plenty of water during the day, I find. Um, I can't sleep on the night if I don't drink enough. Yeah, like you said, dark, cold. The last episode, we did doctor diet as well. Mm-hmm. So this is a point where the two of the doctors can work in tandem. So mm-hmm. Dr. Diet and Dr. Quiet can help you get better sleep. Because some people wake up in the middle of the night, like say, for instance, between one and three, and they do it quite regularly. Mm-hmm. It could be to do with your blood sugar regulation. Because people have an evening meal and they often have dessert afterwards, or they have some chocolate or a snack, that can really spike the blood sugar before they go to bed. And then mm-hmm. when that blood sugar crashes, it could be around kind of one to three in the morning and they could wake up because the body goes into that kind of, not like starvation mode, but it's just been disrupted because of the blood sugar regulation. If you're kind of Northern European, like me and you, like you, you're used to eating more fat and protein, maybe try and have some more fat and protein before you go to bed as opposed to kind of high sugary carbohydrates. So things like kind of red meat or even things like avocados and fish that are a little bit more high in protein and fat. And that might just regulate your blood sugar a bit better and you might get a better night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes if you're going to wake up between one and three, you might only be awake for a few minutes while your blood sugar regulates itself, but then you might not be able to get back to sleep. That's that's the problem. Just change your diet a little bit. So Dr. Mm-hmm. Quiet and Dr. Diet. Interlink with each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, apple cider vinegar is also good for that, to regulate your blood sugar before you go to bed. And uh, Sometimes women of a certain age will wake up in night sweats so again, that is looking at how much coffee and stimulants have you had during the day because they'll all hit you at night. Um, have you drank enough water during the day? Because again, you need to be able to replace those fluids. Yeah, like you say, cool, cool environment and natural bed bedding as well. I think like you no know, synthetic duvets and stuff. They just hold everything in. Yeah, and just make sure your bedroom is a place where you sleep. Don't go to bed at think I'm going to go to bed early and you go to bed at eight o'clock, but then you sit on your phone for three hours. It then becomes a place which you associate with being awake. Mm, so you have it? to associate your bed with going to sleep. But that's why if you're tossing and turning all night, it's better to get up, do something else until you feel tired again, and then go back to bed and fall asleep because you'll just associate your bedroom with a place of being awake, which is not what it's designed there for. Um, just your reminders when you were talking about coffee, you can still drink coffee, but try and eliminate it kind of around midday, early afternoon, because yeah. coffee has a half-life, I think, of six hours. So if you have a, a cup of coffee at 5 p.m., at 11 p.m., there's still half the caffeine in your system. So it's still, if you're caffeine sensitive, it's still quite active. So you might be tossing and turning, but there's still half a cup of coffee in your system. So if you still want to drink coffee, just try and have it on a morning or lunchtime and then have other drinks the, the rest of the evening. That's that's a good one. I, quite, I do that quite naturally anyway. I would only yeah, ever drink coffee on a morning. If you find yourself in the habit of drinking it later on, that could be having really big effects. Yeah. Cool. Anything else around Dr. Quiet? No, that's... Uh, we haven't really mentioned like meditation and stuff. Um, so that's another of Dr. Quiet, that rest. But that would be classed as a, a active rest where you're actually doing something. But your um, sort of breath work and all of that kind of stuff is really good for Dr. Quiet. Yeah, again, it's that yin yin is in it's that introspection kind of just still in the mind and trying to just block out everything just for even just a couple of minutes it's just like someone just turning the noise down a little bit and it's it's all that yeah doctor quiet it's it's in the name really isn't it yeah so breathing foundation principle breathing 
this is part of Dr. Quiet. Breathing and sleep. I knew there was two of them. I couldn't remember what the other one was. Yeah, because like the two foundation principles match the four. Do you want an abacus? <laughs> maths is never my strong point, considering <laughs> I used to be a statistician. I'm really bad at maths. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. I think we've so, surmised that one quite well. Yes. Excellent. So listeners, any questions, let me know how you, let us know how you're integrating all the foundations and the four doctors into your lives because they do they revolutionize your life I feel yeah it's really interesting and there's like you said at the start of the series there's four doctors and next week we're going to do doctor movement doctor movement yeah and then we've got one more after that and finish with doctor happiness yeah yes excellent so Dan what are you getting up to in your everyday life yep still considering going carnivore pure caveman cool I'm yeah, waiting for I'm, you to do this because I'm watching with interest. It might coincide with you um, buying a Native American buffalo skin drum, which you've <laughs> been talking about. <laughs> I might come over and drum while you're eating a steak. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. so it's around a campfire. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of getting well into my whole breath work and breathing stuff. And I'm starting a course in September. So I'm doing all the pre-reading now mm. about it all. So I'm getting well into it, but I'm really fancying a shamanic drum see myself up the woods drumming <laughs> yeah, you hear some strange noises coming out of the woods it's just me drumming on I know, I've, I've gone a bit like tribal and primal lately i don't know what's i want to i fancy going carnivore for a little bit and there almost be something going into spring and summer i've been really interested in psychedelics again like ayahuasca and going All to right. going to the jungle or costa rica yeah. or peru or somewhere and that's my latest fascination yeah don't you think, though, as well? It's because we're transitioning again out of lockdowns and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. It's it's another shift. Don't you feel it? Like yeah. in the air, in the atmosphere, there's a shift. And I think that, that, I don't know, I'm the same as you. I've gone more primal. I've always been quite primal, but I'm even more primal now. And I think like, we're shifting towards the natural way of things. Yeah, like even just the last couple of days and weeks, I've just found myself kind of, just not wanting to be anywhere near my phone. Yeah, I feel but like then, that. But then like rebelling, thinking like, I'm on my phone too much when compared to some people, I'm not on my phone at all. I'm not really yeah, social. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I get sick of having it like, just nearby and that, like just having that link to it all the time and they just think, I just want to be outside in the sun, you know. I feel like that. I've been That's reading right. loads as well. I think I've read about five books in a week, like big, thick books. Just mm. I've just been, switch the telly off, switch my phone off and sit and read for like an hour at a time, like yeah. three times a day, just wherever I can. Just rather than watching the telly, I've been reading. I think we've gone Dr. Primal. I think we should invent Dr. Primal. <laughs> the foundation the primal foundation principle yeah <laughs> run around in a loincloth <laughs> round a campfire <laughs> build a fire get a drum kill an animal yeah yeah anyway okay well that's good and um, oh of course we should mention that we've got gonna have clients back into our classes soon yeah well by that's the time great. this is this is released probably Touch wood, everything's gone smoothly. I think. <laughs> I mean, you'll be in some primal. So if you see us in a class and we're in a deep state or <laughs> yeah. drumming or breathing, then it's all good. Yeah. Jill's <laughs> got a didgeridoo out, like you, you come pre-warned. I'd like a didgeridoo as well, actually. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So where can we find us, Dan? Yep. So remember the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify, Podbean, Jill's website, Alexa, and Google Home, and probably somewhere else. I've forgot. Else so there's no excuses. 
everywhere everywhere so yeah so please remember to keep in touch keep listening and um let us know how how you're all getting on with all of this and how you feel about getting let out back out in the wild yeah yeah indeed okay thank you for listening everyone and take care thanks everyone Bye.